take your call right now, so please leave a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hannah, this is your mother. I know we haven't spoke to each other for a long time. Anyways, remember how you said I avoided you growing up? And that's why you have self-esteem issues and got pregnant in high school. Because I was an absent mother. When you finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Okay, we're here with Rudy Sarzo. He's been the bass player with many legendary rock bands. Quiet Riot, Ozzy and Harriet, Dio, White Snake, Blue Oyster Plate. How you doing, Rudy? I, you know what? You're making me hungry. Once you mentioned the Blue Oyster Plate, you know, that just like set off like the, my, my hunger alarm. Uh, every time I hear the album, I get hungry for oysters. Let's right. go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, actually, you got my my last name correct because I'm usually called El Zorro. Is L your middle name? Generalissimo. You're one of the most famous Cuban Americans since Al Pacino. Since Al Pacino, yes, Al Pacino took it to a whole different level. I'm telling yes. you, watching watching Scarface is like watching a uh, my uncle's home movie. <laughs> yeah. well, which uh, band are you playing with now? Guess who I'm playing with? Uh, Candlebox. No, guess who I'm playing with? The girl who sings What If God Was One Of Us. No, no. Guess who? Metallica. I give up. Who are you playing with? The Guess Who. (laughs) Oh, The Guess Who, the Canadian band. That's right. I know that band, although I don't know if I can go to your concert because I'm an American woman. I might have to stay away. Yeah, you know, it's really funny to actually watch American women dancing in front of the stage, like enjoying the song. And I'm going like, you know what? This this song is, <laughs> if you ever really listen to the lyrics, you won't be so happy to be here. So I wanted to speak with you about Quiet Riot because yeah. I don't know if young kids these days realize, you know, the music video for Come On, Feel the Noise, which you're in, yeah. kickstarted yeah. the MTV heavy metal music video revolution. It's, we're to blame for that. Yeah. You know, all of the problems in society started with that video. Well, I mean, looking back, do you feel bad that you lured children away from the gospel into an right, abyss right of... Right now, yes, I am, I am paying for it right now, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys, you know, uh, you were telling kids to, and I quote, bang your head. Against what? Bang your head against, against, against oppression. Basically, that was our message. Yeah, we were like really politically, uh, uh, you know, uh, involved back and back in the day. Uh, Those were subliminal messages, though. Well, I, you know, the kids that play on their skateboards out in front of my driveway, I yell at them to wear a helmet so they don't bang their head. (laughs) Well, that's a whole lot of different head banging. Well, see, ours is like the good head banging. You're, You're talking about brain damage. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, now you went on from sleeping on a floor to sleeping at Ozzy and Sharon's mansion. How well, actually, did... I went from sleeping on a floor to sleeping on Ozzy and Sharon's floor. Yeah. It was just a better floor, better shag carpeting. It it was a mansion, though, right? Yes. But still, you know, I was so used to sleeping on a floor. It was good for my back, actually. So I just like, eh, you know, 
I had the choice of the bed, but no, I wound up sleeping on the bed was was too comfortable. I needed that that rock and roll, heavy metal, aggressive attitude, and sleeping on the floor was perfect. Was it difficult though, because you know how rich people are with their stuff? You can't touch anything. Well, it's really interesting because outside of Ozzy pissing in the on, in the bar's uh, 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 sink in front of Don Arden, who was actually uh, Sharon's father and owned the record company, uh, outside of that, everything else was 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 possible to do there. He pissed in the sink. Yes, uh, he actually. Uh, one time we were flying on the Concorde. And all the bathrooms were were busy, so he pissed in the in the hallway of the Concord. And uh, <laughs> I have photos of Ozzy pissing in the most unusual places around the world. <laughs> oh, you should put out a book, Ozzy pissing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I appreciated him pissing on the Alamo, though, because I'm from Oklahoma. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, actually, well, he did not piss in Oklahoma. He pissed in Texas. Yeah. And that's good. Fuck Texas. I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> Boomer sooner. I mean, he pissed everywhere. He snorted ants. He did drugs. He bit the heads yeah. off of bats. Yeah. I mean, he even punched you in the face. Uh, yes. Yes, he did. But fortunately, he was very drunk when he did it. So it was more kind of like, you know, he hit me, but no damage. Except emotionally. Because, you know, when, once you have somebody that you admire and you wait, you have gone through so many things with, you know, in your lifetime, uh, it's it's more of an emotional punch than anything else. Yeah, but you know, actually, getting punched by uh, he only punches the people he loves. You know, you played in both Quiet Riot and Ozzy's band with guitar player Randy Rhodes. He had a major impact on guitar players around the world. Yeah. Um, and I noticed yeah. that between Blizzard of Oz and uh, Diarrhea of a Madman. Yes. Uh, they sounded so different, but they were recorded so close to each other. Yes, they were. Because what happened is Ozzy got diarrhea during the making of, of that record, so it left it left Randy with more time in the studio. Amazing to see someone evolve in such a short time span. I, it was, uh, you know, I'm not surprised because, you know, Randy was a local hero. By that I mean is most of the people knew Randy as what they saw on him perform on stage. But his musical depth was beyond what was actually shown on stage within the realms of what Quiet Riot's music at the time was all about. Because, you know, I, I used to teach at his mom's school. So I would hear Randy playing classical music all the time. You know, he, he, I, can't, I can't really recall Randy without a guitar in his hands. And, and, and yeah. Randy taught, he taught Brent Woods from Chevy Metal. Yes, yes, he did, as a matter of fact. Absolutely. Another great guitar player. I love Brent. I read something interesting about you. Mm-hmm. When you rejoined Quiet Riot, uh, Metal Health became the first metal album to hit number one on the charts. Well, it, it was the, the first debut by a metal band to reach number one. There have been other, de- uh, other heavy metal records that have reached number one, but this was the debut album. Oh, but it was very successful. Yes. But yes. As a matter of fact, uh, we went to number one at a time where our, our competition for the top of the chart was uh, Michael Jackson, Thriller, oh. and, the, uh, and the police. So you guys couldn't even get a manager right before that? No, no. I would say about eight, 
eight months before the record went to number one, nobody was interested in Los Angeles. They thought we were dinosaurs. <laughs> what a bunch of dumbasses. Yeah, but it's the music industry. What do you expect? <laughs> well, you know, that reminds me of that scene in Pretty Woman when the whore couldn't get any help at a boutique in Rodeo Drive, and then she comes back with all those bags of clothes and, and oh, asks, yeah. do you work on commission? And they say yes, and then the whore lifts up her bags and goes, big mistake, huge. That's right. You know, do whores work on commission also? Well, they probably make more money if they did. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if they unionize. That, that would be, I think that would be the best move, uh, move. Personally, if I were you, I would have paraded my gold records at those A&R dicks and said, hey, you work on commission? <laughs> big mistake. Well, well, what happens is once you make it that big, they all, they all claim that they were responsible for your success. Of course they do. <laughs> God bless them. I mean, it's, it's, it was a tough industry, and uh, I'm just blessed to have been a part of it, you know. That's pretty amazing, you know. You're even Van Halen. I read couldn't even get a record deal uh, during that no. time. No, I even even though Gene Simmons uh, made demos with with them, and you think you would think that Gene Simmons' influence would uh, would you know make a difference, but uh, it didn't. I mean, Decca Records went and sent some guy down to see the Beatles play at the Cavern Club. He gets knocked down by girls, and he's like, "Oh, this band sucks." What do they know? Maybe if he got knocked out by, by guys, that would have made a difference. <laughs> I wanted and to it, say, I appreciate you. Um, I interviewed Paul McCartney yesterday, and he's not a very good listener. He was just interrupting me, and <laughs> and uh, he was wanting to talk about, you know, himself and all the music and all the bands he play with and stuff. And, um, you yeah. know, and, and I'm a good listener. I have a book that I just love. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People, and it's all about being a good listener. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I read it all the time. I'll, I'll lend it to you because it's good to be a good listener. It is. Yeah, I, hey, you ever go to the Guitar Center? I, I've been there, yes. As a matter of fact, my last uh, major purchase was at a Guitar Center because uh, they were, you know, they, it, it's a local store here. It's store chain. Yes, yes. Have My you, answer is yes. Have, have you ever heard of the Take a Shit at Guitar Center Challenge? <laughs> well, it goes like this. You go to a guitar center, and you take a shit either on the floor of the showroom or on a keyboard, you know, and you have your friend film it and put it on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, the closest thing I've seen was uh, looting <laughs> oh. a guitar center lately on TV. So maybe that's another challenge. Wait a minute. You mean looters were actually taking instruments at a guitar center? Can they play them? I, I, I have no idea, babe, but uh, maybe right now eBay is full of like really cheap uh, Stratocasters. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> Get my grandson. You know, my best friend, Gertrude, her grandson is, ra is a rapper named Lil Xan. Uh -huh. Have you heard of him? No. The name, I think it comes from Xanadu by Olivia Newton-John. Oh, but I love that movie. He, Lil Xan, um, you know, she tried to get him to take piano lessons, but he didn't want to learn how to play an instrument. But he's got a number one hit on the billboard. It's called I'm the King of New York. Can I play, can I play it for you real quick? Yeah, please do. It's a number one hit. This is Lil Xan featuring lots of dicks. Here we go.
2020 worldwide gonna be lit. I'm gonna get a tattoo on my face. I'm gonna take 30 Zannies a day. I'm gonna have them cancel you for hurting my feelings, yeah. I'm snorting Cheetos and drinking lean. Fuck face of bitches, I'm doing my thing. Spend all my money on Gucci bag and lay away juice so I can brag. Uh, yeah. I'm the king of New York. What? Yeah. I'm the king of New York. Humpity dumpity sat on a wall. Humpity dumpity had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I do. At any point, do the heavy guitars and bass come in anywhere in the song? No, I think they lifted the the music from a Zelda video game. But the, I mean, it's amazing. It, okay. It's what the kids yeah. are into nowadays. I love it. I, you know, every generation has to have their their own madness. You know, whether it's in the in the arts, yeah. whether it's uh, you know, there's a lot of artistic, not just music, but different things going on that is really re- revolutionary compared to the way things were ten years ago. Well, I know. You know, it's, uh, the world's constantly changing, and and. Uh, and I, and I'm upset. Uh, well, I'm gonna go do a bump. I love you. I love you too, Grace. Tell everybody in Oklahoma that I say hola. Oh, I will. And tell Al Pacino I said hi. <laughs> I, sure I would look. I would look forward to an Aussie Piston yeah. book. God bless you. God bless. Bye. <laughs>